0: I'm
1: rolling Sven. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 921. September 13th, 2022. 95 degrees was the record high on this date and that was in 1939 and the low on this date was 33 degrees in 1890. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. I have observations. Okay. From the road of life. You get down your way, Reavers, Fairble, Mm-hmm. you start seeing the windmills. Oh, yeah. They're all over the place. Right. Some of them were even turning. <laughs> and then uh, you get into Iowa. You can see even more. A lot of windmills. Mm-hmm. But here's my observation. How environmentally friendly can they be? I saw at a uh, truck stop flatbeds. Uh, Major League-sized flatbed trucks, each of which had one windmill arm on it. The, a, a presumably a new... The propeller. A blade. Uh, a blade? the blade. And it was so long... How long was it? That they had to fly the flags off the back of the truck and this and that and the other thing. My point being, uh, you're using up a lot of fossil fuel material...
2: To ship To haul a blade
1: around. And then we've also learned, of course, you cannot bury the blades because they degrade Mother's Earth Hmm. because of the contents of their composition. But these blades, when you see them laying horizontally on a flatbed truck, they're enormous. And just think of the fuel required to move these phony things around. And I don't know who it is that keeps establishing them, but why are they? Is it law now you have to have windmill farms? I don't think so. It's just, it's ridiculous. Let's find out.
3: What if it's not windy? What do you do? (laughs) It's always windy. No, it it isn't always
2: windy. In that part of the state, and states... It, it is typical and they're
3: not aesthetically pleasing no
2: they're not I this isn't the
1: dutch windmill that you see when you're skating on the canals in the dead of winter in holland okay you know with the Paint lighthouse the type building under it with the little
3: mill little, running yeah you yeah. see what okay. i mean you know you
1: know what i'm talking about I got uh, <laughs> your this these things are ugly they're 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 gargantuan and they take uh an incredible amount of fossil fuel energy just to move them around to wherever they're going to be located.
2: I I googled who owns the windmills in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, The answer I received from windpowerengineering.com The Nobles Two Wind Project will supply renewable energy to Minnesota power through a 20-year power purchase agreement. The project also is an investment for Elite, a l l e t e. It is owned by the Nobles Two Power Partners. That's enough. Okay. Here's the
1: thought I had. I I, I glimpsed
2: the future.
3: Okay.
1: And uh, this this green revolution it has nothing to do with the environment. It has to do with reshaping the way we live and capitalism. But the few, if it and if it continues, which which it is doing at a pace that will just bankrupt the country, but that's part of the plan, my estimation. This is not going to be an attractive land. It's going to be full of windmills and solar farms. Uh, We're we're going to be, uh, our our green bounty is going to be decimated. Mm -hmm. By green, I mean the color of our earth. You're going to see nothing but solar farms and windmills, and i don't know what will be on the road if we even have roads uh some sort of electric vehicle that'll be i don't even know why they'll be they're needed we won't be buying tvs or furniture or shingles or what have you uh we're going the future of the us uh based on just these dark thoughts i had while traveling uh is going to be bleak it, it's not going to be lovely this is a lovely lovely planet it's Yellow a lovely room. lovely lovely country and uh, bit by bit uh the loveliness is being usurped hmm. by windmill blades and solar farms although i must say on this journey i didn't see any uh, solar panels i was in windmill country and it's
3: it's ugly as hell it's, there's, well, nothing, two, there's
1: nothing interesting or pretty
3: about it. There are two big items for euphorians to save the environment are unsightly. It's solar panels and windmills. They're, there's nothing beautiful about solar panels, and there's nothing beautiful about a big, huge propeller. I think I said that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I reiterate for real. And uh, I, you're corroborating. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do yeah. you ever have any...
4: Pleasant thoughts? Well... All the time. (laughs) Driving down the service road of life. <laughs> he would like to think about As his Chris 401k. Said, weekend vacation. No, you either. Uh, out in the country. The sun is shining. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, and then
0: all you see is windmills. <laughs> As Chris said before the show started, how was your weekend, Joe? Well, what about all the
4: grain bins and the silos and the cities? You know how we've often mocked
2: you. The, there the billboards. No, there ain't no cities, and the small ones are falling apart. The the way we've always mocked you about you know taking a GL road trip. Yeah. You're allowed to stay home. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, sit. Or just leave. fly and meet us there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just. But we'll just imagine that.
1: How many blades on a windmill? Three. three. Well, then Is you it... need three trucks per windmill. Or, I mean, if you start doing the math. Or it's, the
2: same truck making three trips. Whatever.
1: I saw three the trucks, math. each with a windmill blade on it. Oh, That's yeah. a lot okay. Of trucks. So there's three, three. trucks.
2: Yeah, three truck right there.
1: There's three truck right there. Where are you going to use the plural? So Where you it's just say truck? truck. So like, so when you're when you drive truck, you drive truck and what do you do? I haul windmill blade. <laughs> one one blade, I haul one blade. <laughs> one blade at a time. I'm hauling blade. I got a I haul blade on my truck. <laughs> I drive truck haul blade. And my god the energy that takes and and yet We've, we've convinced ourselves, at least the Euphorians have, that this is somehow wise. This is somehow beneficial. I think it's B as in B, S as in S. You want to give me a quaint little Dutch windmill here and there? I'll go for it. Take like it. Like a covered bridge. <laughs> Take it. You know, bing, bang, boom. Yeah, I agree. But don't give me one blade per truck. I want those blades stacked up. If you're going to be energy
2: efficient, you got to figure out a better way to haul blade. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that be come down to a weight issue?
1: I guess that's. What I'm I thinking.
4: see them on flatbed rail cars all the time.
1: How many on a car? On a on a on a train car. On One. a train car. One, I bet.
4: I don't know. What, you know, I I don't have these dark thoughts like you do. It's
1: not even a dark thought. It's yeah, a, it's, no, it's, it's it's very a, dark. Well, what is love? Well,
0: it's not dark. It's it's reality. Well. I think it's dark, Joe. In fact, I was thinking of The Road by Cormac McCarthy as you were describing the future of the
3: Jeez. U.S. If that comes no true, roads, that's really bad. No.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, just, uh, I just wanted to point out that uh, when I did see the blade on the truck. Well, the rest of us, we see, like,
4: oh, look, there's a giant cow on a pole. Or look, the world's biggest chicken right over there. Or the uh, look at all the string. Here's some twine. <laughs> uh, look at that big
1: look at that giant jackass up there on that hill. Well, let me put it this way then, smart fellows. <laughs> I was working. That's how I look at it. I was working and thinking these are the types of things I must relate to Gumption County huh? residents. Many of whom might have windmills. And if they did, they watched a truck show up with one blade at a time. Mm -hmm. And then God knows the crew that must be assembled to install one of these behemoths. What would you need, a crane? Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) No, Matt, you know what you do? You lay it on the ground, you bolt it together, and then you get the Amish over there to lift it up. You want to get the effect. You want to get the effect. They'll bring the
2: blade to you. (laughs)
1: Right,
3: right. What about the wind? I got a great
1: question. I got a great Uh question. From a, from a guy in a town in Minnesota that I've never heard of and don't know how to pronounce. How do you pronounce S-V-E-A, Minnesota? Sve? Sve. Sve. Jim and Sve writes, uh, hail the Flashlight King. Hail, hail you. you. That wasn't very optimistic.
3: <clears throat> well, well, today, today isn't.
1: <laughs> Apparently today isn't. Right. So. Well, watching the opening of the NFL season tonight, that must have been last Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. A thought occurred to me. With the talk of the strain on the energy grid and being told not to charge your EV except during off hours, would the Mysterians dare to poke the bear of big sports? I'm not sure how much electricity it would take to keep an NFL or NBA stadium going, but I'm thinking less than a family running their AC, just a thought. Keep up the great show. He's referring to the opening night was uh, the Buffalo Bills having their way with the Rams in Los Angeles. And, and when you look at that, he's got a great question. Everybody, watch what you're charging your EV tonight. Turn down your thermostat. Turn off all your lights. In the meantime, L.A. hosts Buffalo, and every light they can find is on. True. Same with last night although it was still light out in Seattle for quite a time, and uh, Denver played at Seattle. And uh, Denver might have the dumbest football coach I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what was he doing at the end? There's no time left, and he's out there arguing with the refs. Yeah, that was pretty, uh...
2: That guy, I don't that guy rubbed me the wrong way. Well, thank goodness we can discuss it at length for Monday Night Sports Talk. No, yes. not you and Pat can. There I'm leaving. Go.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a good question.
2: Will the Mysterians poke big sports? That's a great question. Well, to a certain extent, they already have, don't you oh, think? Oh. Well, we get a protest every eight seconds now. Not yet. about energy consumption. Oh, sure. There has been. Oh, I'm unaware of that, yeah, Chris. there has been. Oh. Most of it's animal-related. You know, we had the, the gal gluing her hand to the Timberwolves floor and things like that.
1: Yeah, I... I uh, Chris, maybe I didn't make myself clear. Right, right. Uh, I was talking about the use of the electricity.
2: And I was agreeing with you. Well,
1: you know, the woman who t- attached your <laughs> paw to the floor was bitching about animal rights. That's what I just said.
2: But I'm talking
1: about electricity. Animal
0: They're- lights are rights? <laughs> right. Animal lights made easy. Um, well, what about the entertainment world, too? I can't believe the environmentalists don't go after them. Good point, I, I Good when point. Ramstein was here a couple weeks ago, yes, they had 14 semis or something like that to set up their stage show. It's I very
1: mean, ironic that I'm familiar with that group.
0: Yeah,
1: well, I, I did the Christmas Family Vacation deal in uh, Porta Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Uh-huh. While Ramstein was setting up, it took them about two days to set up. They yeah. were at the resort it's next door. Pretty amazing. And man. I, uh, I texted my buddy, uh, the manager of the. Foo Fighters. Yeah. Out and said, west. What do you know about Romstein? And he said,
2: Keep the kids away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the, the, the energy they consume is extraordinary.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we used to uh, work with a fella who used one of their songs for his theme, Mr. Davis. Bob Really? Davis. Yeah.
1: yeah it, was it, his it figures op-
0: he'd know who Romstein was. It was a show opener. Yeah, it was I think Romstein means
2: also. war or something A funk, so brother? No, it's. Uh...
3: Oh, that's right. He used that too, didn't he?
4: Oh. Aren't they the German death it's metal du- band? Duhas. Yes, yeah, Kenny. That's they're,
1: they're, the uh, song he, uh, he played was Duhas. You think I'm dark. They're, they're a little
2: dark. I have the last 10 sports protests due to energy if you'd like them. <laughs> oh,
5: for God's
4: sake. How about sakes.
3: at least the top three? Yeah, three. The, I'll most, take three. the most
2: recent was a Chicago Bulls game in, looks like March. Yeah, well, that's so. not too recent.
1: What were they complaining about, Chris? <laughs> What were the protesters? It's hotter than anyone. hell in the building. Energy.
2: energy? Were they demanding more air conditioning? I don't know. I'm just having the da- I just have the dates on here.
3: Turn up the AC, you bastards! <laughs> well, thank you. you mentioned Hollywood. It's what about movie making? Uh, making movies where they're using all the explosions or lights, energy, lights, camera, action. Did you see where the uh, okay.
1: <laughs> the people attending the Queen's events have been advised do not fly here on your private plane. I think that. Oh, looks I did bad. not see oh. that.
3: Oh, huh. Unless it runs on vegetable oil.
1: Yeah, you can. You don't use your private plane to get to London. Right. You know, and the other thing I'm surprised by—not that it has anything to do with energy—why wouldn't they take the Queen from Edinburgh to London on the Royal Train? Wouldn't that be rather charming and festive, and let yeah. the countryside what, like
4: stand the, along the tracks the and baggage wave? claim area? No, with okay, the, just, back I'm with sure the, the, the carousel. Daddy light. <laughs>
3: She's coming out on Oversized Carousel D. No, this is where you guys,
1: you guys are really screwing up the show. See, I'm talking about something pretty serious. We're, we're screwing
4: cool. up a show where we're worried about windmill blades. I disagree the with this. them across Why the country. Why is that not on?
3: Oh, yeah, thank you.
4: Right. Worried
3: about I, so, so I can own. do this? Right. No. Oh, Lord. I disagree with the train. I think taking it, her through town, people get closer. When they're,
1: Matt. Matt. Yeah. I think no, we're I'm, on the same page. You're, no. you're in favor of her being hauled by train. Are you using the
4: Jedi
3: mind trick on me? <laughs> I am in favor of her using the train.
4: Sooch, like uh, Matthew I, <laughs> is in favor of whatever you're in favor of, okay? No,
3: I did. Just, just, just to prove my dis uh, Yeah. I dis- said instead of on the train,
1: zipping her through town... I mean driving her in a hearse?
3: Yeah, where, where they're... You know, no, the guys in the no, man, it's a
1: long way. Uh, you know, Scotland's a long way from London. Edinburgh's a long way from London. Yeah. And I merely was wondering, oh, by the way, yeah. when she arrived in Edinburgh and then was, uh, what do you call it? Her, uh, in view or whatever that, oh, uh, you know, when she was yeah, in the, viewing, at the church. Whatever, yeah.
4: Laying in state.
1: Did you? Okay, did anyone watch or listen lying, to any lying. of that? No. no. Well, randomly and occasionally there'd be a rifle shot. And I'm I I I'm wondering I'm wondering, I mean, I'm being serious now, damn it. Damn it. Uh, I'm wondering if that harkens Charles. back to the days I've got, I've got a joke about Charles and a big toe, but <laughs>
0: I don't oh,
4: think no. it's
1: a good taste. D- Don't do that to me now. See, you get emails from people saying you're ruining the uh, moment. Ruining the moment. Yeah. There was a, so occasionally there'd be just a gunshot, mm-hmm. all throughout oh. the day. Damn, missed again. And I'm wondering if that harkens back to medieval times when a king might die, but the loyalists hmm. were reminding. Others, don't get too uh, anxious here. We, we're still weaponized, and we'll keep you away from our towers and gates and what have you. And so once in a while, they just shot off a gun. It's just some guard out back shooting rats.
4: No, it's, it's no big deal.
1: deal. It's not. It's, not. it's not. Sure. Uh, nothing. It was uh, very interesting. Uh, in any event, they're not taking the Royal Train. She's being flown to London, and I
2: believe today. Gun salutes were fired across Britain Friday to mark the passing of the Queen. Each gun salute fired ninety. Oh, come on here. You're not, you're, you're not wrong. There's a, there's a news story about it, and unfortunately well, it's I'll not popping damned. up right now. 96 oh, yeah. shots, one for every year of the Queen's life.
1: Okay, but they weren't oh. at once.
2: They oh. weren't at once. Fired at 10 second intervals by the Royal Artillery. Well, this was uh, Sunday I heard these, not, oh.
3: not yesterday, this, Sunday.
2: This is Dateline from the BBC four days ago. Well, whatever. It says, we...
3: yeah, 96 uh, bells in uh, Scotland, but if she was Germany, it would be 99 balloons. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you almost... <laughs> You almost got it. Shoot, you almost, almost got it all. Almost, so close. For the Watch German here. king, it's ninety-nine Luftballons. <laughs> so close. Oh, oh god! Damn it! <laughs> problem is, we all saw it coming.
3: I know you did. You guys all just <laughs> went right to the side of the road like the queen was coming through and saying, "Here it comes." Oh, yes. <laughs> <yo. laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> damn it
4: i'm not so sure about today's effort, Such. Oh, i'm leaving <laughs> so
0: far i, I don't I'm
1: know leaving. I'm, uh, you keep this up i'm gonna leave you know i what? work hard for you <clears throat> i try
3: to represent the county of gumption Can uh, you do this to me i told joe before the show i was getting Bunked my joke garage the logic 24 7 cuts ready and my favorite cut of all time when we were hitting on all cylinders was when we talked we, about the chalice now. No, we're. I want to uh, hear it. We're six cylinders you know, right the now. We're about shot one and a half. now, anyway. <clears throat> I just <throat> soon here's the chalice. Ninety six shots have been heard. Oh uh, the chalice might be the funniest clip of all time. I want to hear it. Okay. Okay.
1: I want to tell you first though. Yeah. Yeah. My brother went to Ecofund. Hey, my brother's a loyal customer of our clients. He went to Schmelz and he bought a Volkswagen SUV, the Taos. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's gone to... He went Saturday. Was dealt with Tim Bloom personally, Wow! and left with a scooter.
3: He came in and said, I'm a sushi. I need the Royal Treatment? Hundred, no,
1: they all get that
3: treatment oh, okay, at good.
1: EcoFund. He left with a scooter, 100 miles to the gallon. It's a beauty. I said, a Vespa? No, it's not a Vespa. He gave me the brand name, and I can't remember, but EcoFun has so many scooters, I don't know all the brand names, but they uh, turn every urban era into an adventure, and he's now joined... The scooter world, nice. And I and I sent me a picture of it. It's fantastic. And uh, I'm talking about EcoFun and Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of the Interstate 35, and in the new store in Burnsville on the service road off 35 W. They're a full line Piaggio USA dealer carrying Vespa, Moto Guzzi, and Aprilia. Uh, All the uh, uh, two-cycle scooters that turn every urban area into adventure, youth recreational equipment, most principally youth uh, uh, ATVs, and that great assortment of electric bikes. Bintelli, other manufacturers, and uh, Caitlin Bloom, Tim's daughter, is an expert to make sure you get the right fit, the right tires, the right seat, the right handlebars, the whole deal. And a lot of riding left. Look at the weather forecast. It's been absolutely lovely. And uh, check out the inventory. It's really a nifty, nifty outfit at EcoFunMotorsports.com. Maybe I'll give you grief during your ad.
3: I hope you do, because if you do, I will see you clearly because the windows are clean. The clean windows that Kahuna (laughs) Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services provide, they don't bring the windows to you. They come to your house after you call them, you tell them you're a GLer, and when you tell them you're a GLer, they're going to waive the trip charge. First and foremost, you're already saving money, and now you're going to be saving time. Why? Because they'll clean your windows, they'll wash the house, they'll clean out the gutters, and they'll wash that lichen off of your roof. When do they do it? Well, they do it all year round. Yes, you can get your windows clean 12 months out of the year. And I'll tell you right now, veteran-owned and garage logic-approved, Kahuna window cleaning and seasonal services will be in and out in no time. First and foremost, because they have so many GLs to get to on their schedule, they can't dilly-dally. They want to get in and out quick for you and for them, but they also want to do it with their number one priority, and that is safety. There's a whole bunch of ladder deaths every single year. More than 164,000 emergency room-treated injuries, and those deaths, they... 300. They're flirting with 300 annually, so don't fall off a ladder. Six to eight feet might not seem a lot, but if you're uneasy on your feet, you want them to do that for you. Window cleaning, house washing, gutter cleaning, roof washing, call them at 612-888-5248. 612-888-5248, or better yet, go to kahunawindowcleaning.com, book it, and tell them that the Rook sent you. Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services.
2: Hey GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now, and the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. And you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
1: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere.
4: Mediocre maintenance has killed more than a few cylinders. Here's another C-phone email. Uh, Kenny, last summer I got my power washer out of storage, which to no surprise wouldn't start. Neglected my part as I put it away wet with poor gas in it. Doing the usual, I drained the fuel, had a lot of sediment in it, uh, pulled the carb, had to physically clean the jets Due to all the gunk buildup in them, after it was all scrubbed and back together, put in some new fuel, some sea foam, she started right up after two or three pulls. Lesson learned, right? I knew better to put it away properly last winter, and I even run some more. I ran some more sea foam through it first, but then forward to this summer, pulled her out to do some work, wash my house, etc. Turned on the fuel, pulled the cord, and viola, <laughs> cracked fuel line. Ugh. Well, since he didn't have a, have a frat's hardware, he had to wait for parts. Once the parts came in, the new line went on, and she fired right up. First pull after winter. Now I use seafoam in all my engines. Car, truck, mower, weed weed eater, power washer. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas and mediocre maintenance ha- habits. It's seafoam. Do you prefer weed eater or weed whipper? I, I like, like weed whip. I like Whip. Yeah, I like I breed, do too. Whip
1: weed
4: yeah. whacker. The yeah. whacker? Yeah. Uh, the
1: whacker. Chris, this gives us an opportunity to tell. I want to play something called the chalice. It was just something Rook and I stumbled onto years ago. But Rook has been coming in. I'll tell you when. Don't get nervous. But Rook's been coming in, and he's been cataloging archives. Mm-hmm. For what
3: purpose? Why don't we tell GLers for what
1: purpose that
3: is? Um, we are... We are going to have a, a streaming um service. online platform. service <laughs> yes platform and it's going to be called garage logic 24 7. and the streaming is going on now it's not been launched to the public yet but uh we will have announcements but they will include cuts over the years um one cut i did yesterday you were telling a story about the guy that lived in above your aunt's place dean something he was a uh, he would go downtown uh, he was in the Aquin and you got your hands on oh, Frank dance, Frank dance. You, you were telling the story and it was the, I know you don't like this word, but the story really sucked. It was the worst yeah, story. I don't like that and they word. had, it had no, you were, and we're like, we're waiting for the catch. And you're like, and you said there, there's no catch. I just saw this. And it went on for ten minutes, and we mocked the hell out of you. And it just—it was very—it was very pleasant. And he talked about his wife and her timing with the vacuum. Yes, and yes, yes. It was—it was, it was absolutely—it was a horrible story, bad story. But it was such a great cut that we were laughing at you and mocking you, and it just—it worked out well. So, but here's the reason. Example. Here's the
1: reason that we're doing that. That's going to be part of what's available when GLers can join. The Garage Logic Town Council. Correct. Yes. Now, will that be available to people who jo- don't join the Town Council? I don't believe so. I do not okay. believe so. It's and exclusive. It's coming. The news is coming that you'll be able to join the Garage Logic Town Council and you'll be able to hear the show live. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you'll be an hour later or so. The one show we're going to do. Yeah, until we get fired for our off air antics. So you're going
3: to hear everything. Right. Uh, on I'm going to need off-air. all that. Yeah. Yeah. You are going to be included. An hour no.
1: later, you'll be able to see the whole th- uh, thing as it was uh, the whole train wreck on TV. On TV. The queen going on on TV. The tra- so, uh, Oh, I thought you could see it live as it was happening. V- uh, no, the TV part is not going to be live, but it'll be shortly thereafter. Correct. But you'll hear the audio live as we do it. You'll hear uh, on as the show is happening, and then you'll also hear during the breaks. Right. So we're taking a big risk you here. You guys shut them. <laughs> we're taking a big risk. It's going to be a big experiment, um, but it should be really fun.
4: As far as highlights go, Matthew, I'd like to personally request that day that... Uh, Such did a 20-minute commercial for charcoal briquettes. That was a, <laughs> yeah. a fascinating, fascinating story. And
1: yeah. as, the, as the time goes by, these archives
3: will go way back, and, and they'll be current. Oh, my God. And, I haven't and, even scratched the surface. I know you haven't. I've got 25 cuts in there right now, and it's over 200 minutes. And here's an example of one of them.
2: Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one.
1: <laughs> Visitors flocked to the San Isidro Basilica in the northwestern city of Lyon after two historians published a book saying the ancient goblet was the mythical chalice from which Christ sipped at the Last Supper. They, they claim they can prove it. The director of the Basilica's museum, Raquel Jayan, said the cup was taken off display on Friday while curators looked for an exhibition space large enough to accommodate the crowds.
3: Now they're no dummies. Now, give me a dollar, you can pass through.
1: <laughs> it was in a very small room where it was not possible to admire it in full, she told AFP, Agent French Press, made of agate, Gold and onyx, and encrusted with precious stones, the object in Lyon is formed by two goblets joined together with one turned up, the other
3: down. Okay, this is where I had a little problem. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's the kind of cup that would have been used? Well, I don't know. That just seemed like more of a, um, a simple, you know, uh, guys that gathered. He wouldn't have the ornate, you know. Chalice yet, don't you think?
1: I, I, uh, you know, it was the last supper. Maybe he's thinking,
3: Well, bring on all the china. Give me the good, give me the, <laughs> give me the good cup. Uh, well, yeah, that could be. That could be. Or maybe he just went, you know, a la peanut butter sandwiches. We got a good one here.
1: You know, there, there is something wrong with you.
3: What is, what is a la peanut butter sandwiches? I don't know. What is that from?
2: That's the uh, the guy from Sesame Street. Thank you, the amazing Mumford.
3: That's the way he did his magic. He this, is,
1: here. this is this is I you know, one of the reasons I love this gig is that I never I've never failed to be surprised. I'm talking about the chalice that Christ might have okay. used at the last supper, and the next thing I know, we're talking about some guy on Sesame He's doing Street.
3: Potter tricks, what going, the hell hey, are guy, you doing? A la peanut butter. A la peanut butter sandwich. And then he would you would point the uh the stick and you know the something would appear. You know, big bird appears or something like that. That was just instead of abracadabra, that was the line that he used. And I was suggesting that uh You think Lord Christ Savior, at the Last Jesus Supper Christ, said a la peanut butter. Hey Peter, watch this. You know, I'll, boom. <laughs> I got a chalice for you. <laughs> this one'll this one'll work.
1: Boy, oh boy. Uh, it has been known until now as the goblet of the Infanta Donna Urraca, daughter of Fernando I, King of Leon, from 1037 to 1065. The two historians, Leon University Medieval History lecturer Margarita Torres and art historian Jose Manuel Ortega del Rio, identified it as the grail in their book, Kings of the Grail, published last week. They said two Egyptian partners, They found in 2011 at Cairo's University of Al-Hazhar set them on a three-year investigation. Their studies led them to identify the upper part of the princess's goblet made of agate and missing a fragment as described in the parchments as the grail, one of the most prized relics in Christianity." Not to mention filmed them, Isn't this what Indiana Jones was going after? I think so. wasn't the uh, Wasn't the Grail thought to be in the Temple of Doom?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It was offered to Fernando. A Fernando, you look marvelous.
3: <laughs> you know, Fernando. you
1: know, Fernando. It
3: looks marvelous. You
1: really need this. This is good for you, though. Uh, it was offered to Fernando, a powerful Christian Spanish king, as a peace offering by the emir of a kingdom uh, uh, of a kingdom in the Muslim world uh, part of Spain at the time, Torre said. In Europe alone, there are 200 supposed holy grails the Spanish researchers admitted. They attempted to debunk those other theories by pointing out that no, ours is uh, is the real one.
3: I'm going with
5: a la peanut butter sandwiches <laughs> <laughs>
1: what if somebody walked into rick's pawn shop with that you know this could be worth something but i i'm gonna have to bring in a cardinal or somebody to check it out Well, then yeah, i'm bringing in buddy, the amazing buddy. mumford yeah.
3: father guido Sardu well yeah. you know it could be a rick it could be a real uh, but i gotta check uh. Gonna have to bring it. Are back we bordering? I,
1: I don't think we've crossed the line into blasphemy here. We're only talking about a chalice. <laughs>
3: Listen, the good Lord gave me a sense of humor of yes. which I deal with many an item. Do you? And I'm not, uh, we're not poking fun. That's no, no, this is what He gave me to use.
1: But you've got me thinking, which is you know, I,
3: I that's why I'm here. You know, first, the <laughs> chalice, no, you're the here as Bumper. the
1: world's you're a worse speed bump than me, <laughs> a of peanut butter. Yes. No, you've got me thinking. Uh, would Jesus at the Last Supper? He was a humble guy,
3: very humble guy. Where did
1: they suddenly uh, dream up this
3: bejeweled cup? Where'd that come from? Corporate sponsorship, just in case they wanted to be sure. And they you know, the jacket, what, he had the jacket. Would
1: have the Nike slash on it? No, that's that's you're being silly. Okay, now now,
3: now we're getting closer. But well, no, you're I, being I, silly. Uh, I think when I when I saw this, I thought. I think he would have had a less extravagant chalice. The boys, you know, they gave up all their worldly possessions and followed him. Why would they have had this ornate a chalice?
1: Maybe it was in the room. Maybe it was just, you know, in the sideboard over there, and they said, I'm gonna, I have to do this now. I let, Is there a cup around here? Seriously. And they went over there, and there it was. Maybe it wasn't... All la
5: peanut butter sandwiches!
3: Peter, go check again. You know... <laughs> Thomas, that would be Thomas. Thomas, why don't you go check again? I bet it's there this time.
1: I'll tell you what. You know... It's an important, important story. <laughs> did, you,
3: did you look under the bureau?
1: An important story.
3: Right next to the sauce.
1: <laughs> God forgive us. Sorry,
3: I have next to the
1: you know, you're going to feel pretty... Uh, I'm getting
3: close. I don't think I have yet. I'm getting close. No,
1: you're you're going to feel pretty stupid when this is proven to be the real deal.
3: <laughs> or when I go to the gates, he goes, well, hmm, Let's let us see. see here.
1: There was that time <laughs> was on the, March you 31st. You weren't the guy laughing, Were you the right? chalice guy?
3: <laughs> let me just look here. Amazing oh, yeah, Mumford, was... huh? Last day of March.
1: You had to throw peanut a la peanut butter in there? <laughs> yeah. Last hey, uh... day of March twenty fourteen. Hey, it about Peter, two we...
3: This is the Mumford guy, yeah. Is he in or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: okay. And then I see Christ kind of giving you the finger. <laughs> no, not the finger. Right, the, the crook pointer. of the come first finger here. say, yeah. Hey, come here a minute. Come here a minute. Let me
3: let me tell you something. Let me
1: tell you something. Sit down. Why shouldn't I have you had, know, had a... why kid? shouldn't I have had a bejeweled a cup?
3: And then as I'm leaving, and then this, what are you going
1: to do? Crack a joke up there? They'll you know, get you kicked out. Let's
3: say, "Chase hey, bump. Yeah, come over here. Get over here. And then, then you're going to. has been up here twenty years, and he's been telling me all the stories. <laughs> <laughs> you are not getting in because you know what? I can't take this. Oh, I got a kingdom to run. You're, uh, you're a little more. Purgatory. No, you'd
1: you'd know where to find me though.
3: Mm. You'd be at the where Garen's would I bar. be? No. <laughs> that too, but. You'd be going, hey, it's it 5 o'clock. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no,
1: where would I be?
3: You'd be in the garage. No, I'd
1: be in Heaven's Video Store. Oh, Just video looking store, up stuff yes, forever. I could, I could do that into odd oh, infinita. Heaven is a oh, huge man. video store. I got a lot of videos. You were, you were saying? Well, so maybe this isn't a good idea to have uh, the archive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. Anyway, there'll be hundreds of those.
1: Yes. Ultimately. Perfect example. Perfect Ultimately, example. They'll, be, they'll be hundreds.
3: But it's those. not just going to be silly. It's going to be you're going to get your Captain Kangaroo. You're going to get some of the great interviews you've had over the years. Uh, it's just compiling everything, and I have to transfer them in real time. See, so there, are, takes...
1: there are people who listen to the podcast now, uh, whether here or in Europe or wherever, who don't, uh, maybe don't know that, that our, uh, our founding was a radio show. Right. Correct, correct, that's correct. And and in 2018, uh, the radio show became
2: the podcast. In fact, I met a gentleman over the weekend who knew who I was, but had no idea we were on the radio before we were doing the podcast. Same, I
3: was at my brother-in-law's block party. Two guys, I just, here's what you, I'm not a pod, this is all you do. I showed him, and he said, that's all I have to do? Boom. Perfect. We got Uh, two new listeners. A la
2: peanut butter sandwiches. mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to welcome
1: Eckberg Lammers to the show. Who that? Why is he choking
2: to death? I think he swallowed it on the I wrong shoot.
1: Oh, they're the official estate planning legal firm of GL. If you haven't thought about this, and, and I, having been through it, I, I have thought about it. You don't want your stuff when you die because you're going to die. You don't want your stuff going to the state. Right. You don't want it going to a court. Eckberg Lammers is a full-service legal team that has served the legal needs of individuals, businesses, and municipalities for over 70 years. They handle all of the Town of GarageLogic's legal papers. They work with people like you and me on estate planning. And if you don't think you need estate planning, you've got to think again because you got stuff. Do you have any stuff? If you've got stuff and you're going to die, then you need a plan. If you don't have a plan in place, your family Uh, For your family the courts will decide for you the estate planning team and you don't want the state to decide for you The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition Smoothly the way you want you decide How your stuff's gonna get divvied up. You don't let the state do it make an appointment with them and take care of this today uh, you can check them out at uh, the wah-wah-wah, or call 651-439-2878. But, again, having been through this and knowing many people that have been through it, it is really worth your time. Uh, it's great service, great people, a great law firm. And uh, if you don't decide what's in your control, the states will The state will and the courts will, and you don't want that. So check out Eckberg Lammers Law Firm for your estate plan.
5: The kids are back in school and they're bringing out homework. Hey, take a hint. Why aren't you doing your homework? For years, you have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent and he represents only one insurance company. You deserve more than that. You deserve options. Your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly do change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not just one. Don't tell your kids about this but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how to find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only for today, but for each and every year. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Get those options. With over
3: 70 years of combined years in the travel industry, Joe Suchere recommends Escape With Us Vacations. What? He has actually used I them. have used You have used them, and yeah. they did a great job. And I'll tell you what. It's the only way to go. It is the only way to go. They are... Uh, caring for you. If you book on your own and didn't something happens. They did deal either. No, they didn't. They charged you full price. Yeah. I always say when he calls, just charge him full price. It's not a problem. Yeah. Escape with us vacations. will put you in the driver's seat for your vacation. Last chance for Croatia. A couple cabins left. But also think ahead to 2023. Spring break. Yep. Take care of your plans right now. It only requires a low deposit and you can make payments along the way. Plus, remember that family vacation. You remember as a kid that you did one huge vacation. Well, multi-generational travel, life gets so busy with work and kids, sporting events, we don't spend the time together we used to. Have you ever thought about whisking the kids and the grandkids away for a week, making some memories together? They'll never forget it. Take them on a trip they're always going to remember. Riding horses, dude ranch in Colorado, volleyball on a beach in Mexico, or the quaint towns of Italy with a gelato in your hand. Now is the time to plan that escape. Escape With Us Vacations can make that happen for you and your family. Travel is an investment. They're there to create and guide you with those bucket list trips and those once-in-a-lifetime trips. uh, 651-788-4388. It's smart to use a travel agent, and it's smart to use my two sisters as your travel agent. 651-788-4338 or email travel at escapewithusvacations.com. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suzere.
0: Brands
4: that bring the family together. Moon Motorsports in Monticello has them all. Moon is the fastest growing KTM and Husqvarna dealer in the state. And they've got a great range of in-stock ATVs and side-by-sides available right now. Minnesota families are enjoying moto recreation like never before ktm husqvarna polaris can am just a few of the brands that minnesota families love to drive and uh, moon motorsports they've got them they've got them in dirt bikes they've got them in atvs and side by socks in stock for every member of your family No matter how old they are, you can see them and the used inventory at moonmotorsports.com. And for those of you with uh, machines that need winter storage, Moon is the place. They've been doing that for years. Get a hold of them right now and get your uh, machine scheduled for winter storage. KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, Yamaha, Honda, Skidoo. You'll see them all at Moon, south of 94, west of 25 in Monticello. And, of course, on the web,
0: moonmotorsports.com. Here's John Haidt in the newsroom. Uh, thank you, Joe. And before I start the news, Joe, I know uh, you started the show. You, know, you seemed a little bit down. So I have a note here that's going to make you very happy. I wasn't okay? down. I wasn't down. Oh, I, was making, I was
1: making observations.
0: All right. Well, your observations. All right. Whatever. Well, let me just share this with you, shall, mm-hmm. shall I? Uh On this day in 1974 yep. on NBC television, the premiere of The Rockford Ooh, Files. Ooh, best show wow. on TV. There you go. I knew you'd appreciate that. Nineteen seventy four. Oh, it was a fun so. show. How long of a run did
1: uh, it huh? have? Till nineteen eighty. You could trust Jim Rockford because yes,
4: he wasn't one of those smirking know it alls like uh who who is the creeper in the raincoat? Uh that guy or the or the Co- Kojak Columbo. guy. One uh, more thing. Smart ass uh, uh, uh with Jim Rockford, he he get his face bashed in every single episode. Yep.
3: you put him up against Tom Selleck, Magnum PI. You
1: trust?
4: Him. Oh, that's yeah. where yeah, that's yeah.
3: where that got its start.
1: Magnum. Death? Selleck was a uh, guest, frequent guest on the Rockford Files huh? as a fledgling detective. You're kidding? No, no, no. Wow. I think it's I think his name was Lance White. Okay. On the show.
0: Interesting.
1: And he uh, then that got spun off into Selick's own deal.
4: Hmm. What was the name of the singer, the black guy that was always on? Called him Rockfish.
0: Rockfish. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Called Rockfish. Uh, Do you guys remember? Boy, let's turn this into a TV segment Uh, on ABC. About a year after that, uh, Harry O with David Jansen, which sort of was it was a great show, and it was sort of like Rockford in that he had the bad back and yeah he, he, yeah, he lived he in san problems. diego i think and he
1: was always working on a
0: boat yep. right you yeah. are correct always working on a boat he didn't have a car for a while he had right. to take the bus when he was chasing criminals right. it was uh and jansen was great in it. but anyway i'm in referring
4: to isaac hayes
0: oh
1: Isaac oh, hayes, yeah. and he was on really? three
4: times yeah, yeah he was on three times well
1: yeah. look
0: up sellick
1: on there he was on there quite a bit
0: yeah, I think I'm done with
1: what uh, okay. we <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Joe. Today is the second day of the three-day nurses' strike. The Minnesota Nurses Association members returning to picket lines at 7 this morning. No negotiations between the MNA and hospitals on the first day of the statewide strike. The MNA is calling their strike the largest in Minnesota history. A reported 15,000 nurses are walking the picket lines across the state at more than a dozen hospitals in the Twin Cities and up to the Duluth area. Boy, you have a bad time to get sick.
3: He had a recurring role in the 1970s as private investigator Lance White Boy, in the Rockford Files. Look at Listen you. That. Mm-hmm. Wow. Steel trap.
2: Um, steel trap. Um, nurses, I hope you get what you're asking for. That's all well and good. Get off the bridges that go over the freeways, by the way. Yeah. Because all these idiots slow down to see what they're si- it's Stop! Thank yeah. you. That's, that was my public service announcement. Does this affect okay. your... Uh, N- not yet. Woman folk? Not yet. Mm-hmm. A, has a possibility, too, though, Joe, just to let you know.
0: <laughs> a man convicted of running a deadly fentanyl operation out of his apartment in Hopkins has been sentenced to life in prison. The life sentence given to 31 year old Aaron Broussard Monday afternoon ends a six year federal investigation that began after people across the country started overdosing. Broussard was convicted earlier this year on more than a dozen charges, including distribution of fentanyl causing death or serious injury. His operation led to the deaths of nearly a dozen people nationwide, including Dr. Jason Badao, a professor at the University of Minnesota. Broussard claimed he had ordered designer drugs from China but received the fentanyl instead. During a trial earlier this year, prosecutors said Broussard continued to ship lethal amounts of the drug even after his customers started getting sick and he knew they were getting sick. 11 people died, including Badau who was found dead inside his office on the Saint Paul campus of the U in April of 2016. Mayor of Minneapolis is not signing off on that plan that would shrink the Hiawatha golf course, setting up more hurdles for those who support the plan. Last week, the Minneapolis Park and Rex Board approved the HGC master plan. That plan would reduce the number of holes from 18 to nine and help with flooding concerns. It would also create room for more recreational activities while restoring some of the environment following a meeting with community members after the votes out of respect for the black golfer community mayor jacob fry's office said he's not signing the transmittal letter mayor fry could have vetoed it but didn't even so those fighting to protect the course and preserve what they call its cultural significance say it still sends a message HBC became the first golf course in the city to open its doors to black golfers. Last year, the clubhouse was named after the man who fought to end the course's segregation policy in the 40s and 50s, Solomon Hughes. Okay, I have a deep thought about this.
1: Mm -hmm. Is this an example of racial sensitivity trumping an infrastructure need? In other words, are, uh, do we have a bit of Jackson, Mississippi taking place here? Do we have in place a mayor who is going to uh, err in favor of culture, cultural prerogatives over the the very real need to prevent a flooding problem? Hmm. It, I can't focus on that because I'm trying to
4: remember your very first show about this, and I believe you came out in favor of keeping the course because of this very reason because somebody was saying that a golf course was white privilege and racist and mm-hmm. they were referring to this one and you discovered this
1: information about how it's always catered to black folks. I don't think I discovered that. I think it's been well known <laughs> but, but what is also well known and very real apparently is that probably a golf course should never have been built there. Right. Right. Uh, but it was, and it flourished, and it became home to the Minneapolis black golfing world. Right. And so now, here's the, uh, here is the evidence that we have to do something about this flooding situation, and the compromise they reach would be to go to nine holes. Uh, but here's the mayor right. who is going to demonstrate his virtue on behalf of the black community when that virtue might be misplaced in this case am i making any sense at all yeah no yeah. you're making you're yeah. making complete yeah. sense. and yeah. and it, so it's again we're 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 faced with having to deal with the decisions adult children make they're making them based only on their heart or their feelings rather than the reality of the situation and unfortunately The reality of the situation is you've got a serious wetland problem there. Mm. And the compromise was nine holes, which I thought was, I was surprised they even came up with that. Mm. I would take the nine holes. And it's Uh, been
4: well proven around the other lakes where they've allowed the wetlands to return that that's a good idea. mm -hmm. I mean, it was wetlands before. There was wetlands on the south side of Nokomis. Uh, There were wetlands on the south side of uh, what we called Calhoun, Bade Makaska, and they've all been returned to their natural state.
1: So you've got two of the most pressing subjects for the woke, race and environment. Meeting at a head, yeah. Yeah, Meeting head-to-head here. It's very interesting to see how these people behave, and Fry has tipped his hand by saying, I'm I'm weighing in on favor of race.
0: Uh, Your gal, Joe... Latricia Vito. yes uh, she actually agrees with the mayor mm-hmm. uh, she's uh, she actually was on the park board when they voted on this and she voted against the new master plan even on the park board hmm. and she says she didn't support it then and she won't now yes. she said quote the city has a lot of work to do to deal with the black community and erasing history is not how you start doing that mm-hmm. that's what she told our channel five so mm-hmm. that's where that sits at the moment A motorist with a history of driving drunk who was stripped of her license years ago will plead guilty to running over a woman in Brooklyn Center and fleeing as the 84 year old pedestrian lay in the road with fatal injuries. 59-year-old Tammy Olson reached an agreement with the Hennepin County Attorney's Office to admit to criminal vehicular homicide. In connection with that crash that happened June 1st, 2021, near Xerxes Avenue and Bass Lake Road. That crash killed Joyce Acosta. The plea deal calls for Olson of Brooklyn Center to receive a four-year term when she's sentenced. She can expect to serve the first two and two-thirds years in prison and the balance on supervised release. Court records in Minnesota show that Olson's fifth drunken driving conviction occurred in November 2017. Preliminary breath test taken soon after she left the liquor store in Bloomington, then measured her blood alcohol content at .27, more than three times the legal limit for driving in Minnesota.
4: Back to that golf course. Are, 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 mm-hmm. Is it your perception, Joe, that they're only saving it because of its history with the black community or, with,
1: or for what it currently does? for the black community, no for the history history because we they're, could do they're, better. they're deathly afraid to to quash that history
4: you want to get picked up and carried away by mosquitoes hiawatha that's your course to right. go to right you want a better public course uh, there's a few around like theo
1: worth a great course and they've got a nine and an 18 there. well but the black community established a presence there uh, in the 40s and uh I, I think that, again, this is uh, race meeting environmentalism, two of the greatest topics for the woke, and they, they're beside themselves.
3: Kenny, what track do you play on?
4: Uh, I used to, in the fall, I used to love that par 3-9 at Theo. Mm-hmm. You know, the first couple of holes were just so amazingly pretty.
3: And then the rest you didn't remember?
4: Uh, <laughs> you had to walk it, and it was steep.
0: That's what I remember. Justice Department officials have seized the phones of two top advisers to former President Trump and blanketed his aides with about 40 subpoenas in a substantial escalation of the investigation into his efforts to subvert the 2020 election. The seizure of the phones, coupled with a widening effect, uh, effort to obtain info from those around Trump after the election, represents some of the most aggressive steps the department has taken thus far in its criminal investigation. The extent of the investigation has come into focus in recent days, even though it's often been overshadowed by the government's legal clash with the former president and his lawyers over a separate inquiry into the handling of presidential records. Led by Senator Lindsey Graham, a group of Senate Republicans is backing a federal ban on abortions at 15 weeks of pregnancy. Graham's bill, the Protecting Pain-Capable Unborn Children from Late-Term Abortions Act, is expected to be introduced in the next day or two in the Senate, that according to an email from Graham's office on Monday night. Graham has previously introduced bills that sought to ban abortions nationally from 20 weeks, but this new measure is expected to call for a ban from 15 weeks. Such a bill would be in sharp contrast to Republicans now on the campaign trail who have been saying abortion rights should be a state issue. It's also what the Supreme Court said back when they issued their opinion a month and a half ago. Russian officials are calling for Vladimir Putin to resign after the nation suffered significant setbacks after a Ukrainian counterattack. Ukrainian troops retook a large area of territory from Russia on Monday. It claims to have captured a lot of Russian soldiers, too, as part of a lightning advance that forced Moscow to make a hasty retreat. Now, according to The Independent, officials from St. Petersburg's Smolninsky district issued a statement calling for Vladimir Putin to be tried for treason. One of the counselors in that area, Dmitry Polyuga, said, We believe the decision made by President Putin to start the operation is detrimental to the security of Russia and its citizens. Meanwhile, one of Putin's cronies has died after I shouldn't laugh after he mysteriously fell overboard from a boat. Really? Didn't fall out a window on this one? No, this one was a boat. Just fell overboard. It's the seventh suspicious death within the Kremlin's inner circle in a matter of months. Ivor Pakorin. Putin's point man for developing Russia's vast Arctic resources, fell off the side of a boat, allegedly, mm. in waters close to Ruski Island. His body was found after a search lasting more than a day. This comes just weeks after Ravil Maganov, chairman of the Russian oil giant Luke Oil, a firm that openly criticized Putin's invasion of Ukraine, reportedly died after, uh, as Joe said, plunging from a hospital window. You oh. guys
1: remember the word for that? Oh no. uh, going go through a window.
0: defenestration Huh? Def
3: defenestration? defenestration. It's murder. Well, because it? it's a French uh, fenêtre is a uh, window right. in French. Yeah. Ouvre le fenêtre. Thank you. Yeah. Ferme le fenêtre. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Ferme yeah. la bouche. Uh La bouche. Gauche. <laughs> Ferme la Bouche is the polite way to say be quiet. Ferme la gauche is shut up. Okay, Ferme La Gauche. Okay.
0: A couple entertainment deaths. Renowned jazz pianist Ramsey Lewis has died. 60 year career, he was 87 years old. He was a crossover artist before that term became popular, having pop hits and also being revered in jazz circles for 1960s hits like The In Crowd and Wade in the Water. In his career, he earned three Grammy Awards and seven gold records. He died in his sleep at his home. During his career, he performed with stars like Aretha Franklin, Tony Bennett, Al Jarreau, Pat Metheny and many more. Lewis had more than 80 albums to his credit, three dozen of them with Chicago-based Chess Records. And Jean-Luc Godard, one of the most influential fami- uh, filmmakers of the 20th century and the father of the French New Wave, died peacefully at home, age 91, according to his family. He blew up the conventions of cinema in the 1960s, shooting his gangster romance Breathless on the streets of Paris with a handheld camera. He continued to thumb his nose at Hollywood and an older generation of French filmmakers by breaking rules again with the film Contempt in 1963 mm. and with Brigitte Bardot in Pierre Lefort. Godard's legal counsel confirmed a report in French Daily Liberation that he had resorted to assisted suicide. That practice is regulated in Switzerland, permitted if offered without a selfish motive to a person with decision-making capacity to end their own suffering. Uh, he has a big influence, hard to underestimate, according to the folks who follow him, with directors like Marvin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, and Paul Thomas Anderson, who often spoke of their debt to him. How uh, old um, was he? Ninety-one billion 90 billion years old.
4: Breathless is unwatchable. <laughs> what was the uh, Bridget Bardot movie he was? He, uh... It
0: was uh, but to get the Contempt, 1963. I haven't. I saw Breathless, but it was many years ago.
1: I'm being advised to see a movie called Belfast, uh, which I had not heard of, but huh. apparently it's won a number of awards. What's it about? I don't know it. It's about the beginning of the Troubles, mm-hmm. I believe. Hmm. The soundtrack is all Van Morrison. Ugh, that sounds <laughs> tedious. <laughs> was
3: was, Kenny, the, you was like the any breath- music artists? <laughs> was the Breathless that was redone in 1983 with Richard Gere? Yes, that that was a remake. It was a remake, okay. Yep. Got it. That was a horrible
0: movie. That one did not use all the weird uh, things that uh, Godard did, though. Okay. (laughs) They used real cameras and real angles and all that fun stuff. Got it. Yeah, it was a horrible movie, the remake. A man in Tennessee is accused of stealing televisions from Walmart and then... Selling them in the same parking lot of the store. (laughs) There you go.
4: (laughs) Right over here on the north side. That was like the looters at Target uh, on uh, Hiawatha
0: and Lake.
2: You mean peaceful protesters. Yeah, they were peaceful protesters. That's
0: what I meant. Officers responded to a Walmart in Knoxville, Tennessee, Saturday around 9 p.m. and found Donald Kirkland in possession of stolen items, mostly televisions. Wait a minute, minute. hold up Now. now.
2: -hmm. Kenny and I have always advised, you know, if you're going to be a criminal, we need to teach a school on that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was his angle? I'm going to save you 15 minutes from going inside the store? What what was his angle?
4: Tax free.
0: Oh,
2: Oh, tax free? Okay, there you go. There
4: you
1: go.
0: Kirkland told the officers he had stolen three televisions, a karaoke machine, and camping equipment from the retail store, was selling them in the parking lot.
2: He had a theme problem,
0: didn't he? Wow. (laughs) Yes, he did.
2: What if one guy pulled up to the park and that was looking for all three of those items? camping equipment, <laughs> wow. a TV, and a karaoke this guy machine. This guy's saving me a trip inside wow. the store. <laughs> uh, Kirkland was charged
0: with theft of merchandise. Uh, in Australia, this is tough. A 77-year-old Australian man was killed this weekend by a kangaroo in what's believed to be the country's first fatal kangaroo attack in over 80 years. Mm. The police think the man who was identified as Peter Iatis was keeping the wild kangaroo as a pet. He was found with serious injuries by a family member on his property in rural Western Australia Sunday afternoon. Paramedics were called but couldn't get to the man because the kangaroo wouldn't move. Just stood over the man. They box,
1: you
2: know. They'll fight you. That's That's what you learn on Bugs Bunny. Yep. So you got a little Joey, eh? Yep.
0: When I read this story, all I could see was the Bugs Bunny cartoon. (laughs) Right officers fatally shot the kangaroo and the man was later pronounced dead at the scene western australia is home to the western gray kangaroo and they can be quite big seven feet from head to tail Holy about mackerel a, yeah 120 pounds in australia permits are required to keep wild animals as pets the western australia police did not respond to questions about whether the man had a permit to keep the kangaroo, Tanya Irwin's a senior veterinary nurse and wildlife caregiver. She says they don't cope well in human situations, in human care. Let
4: me ask you a said. dumb question. Why didn't they just shoot the thing when they rolled up?
0: Well, they, I mean, just they did. Pop, That's, pop it in the head. Bye-bye, bye, kangaroo. They, they did. Oh, That's okay. When police, the uh, people tried to help the guy, but the kangaroo was in the way. Yeah, and shoot people him. People weren't, weren't carrying yeah. guns but as soon as police got there. They shot the kangaroo. I okay. wonder why
1: there aren't any kangaroos in this country. Why wouldn't you have kangaroos in, you know, Arizona or California, New Mexico, whatever? Call you should
3: now. do a whole podcast on that. Call
1: Where now. are they? There's probably a kangaroo podcast. Six, I bet there is. Four,
4: yeah. six, eight, two, yeah, five. It's six, a long way
3: eight. to hop. Pat says <laughs> that'd be a long way to hop. <laughs> <Accurate. laughs> That's accurate. Uh, as
2: unlikely food. as it is, the simplest explanation would be that there is an unknown kangaroo population in America. All oh, species of what? kangaroos are herbivores, and even in their native Australia, they are found living in habitats ranging from forest to grasslands. They can even weather colder temperatures. Hmm. John, thank you.
0: Crazy. You're welcome.
2: I mentioned
1: earlier my brother uh, not only got the scooter from Ecofund, but he has a Taos from the family of Volkswagen SUVs from countryside Volkswagen, I'm sorry, Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood on the southeast corner there of Highway 36 and 61, multi-generational dealership. They don't own 50 stores. This is it. And they do great, great things, great service, great people. I shop there and I will continue to. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily, including that new Taos that has all-wheel drive and IQ Drive advanced safety systems all the way up to the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. I see a lot of Atlases. They've become very popular. They're a really nifty vehicle. If you want to go electric, Volkswagen did it right with the Volkswagen Four named the 2021 20, 20, World Car of the Year. Great service, great people, great inventory. That inventory is increasing finally. Check that out for yourself at VW, uh, Schmelz, com. That's Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen. I claim it's the first in the area. If I'm wrong, somebody prove me wrong. Okay. It's the first Volkswagen dealer in the area. And uh, find out more at SchmelzVW.com.
3: The end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere,
4: Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe still celebrating Labor Day, and he is through September 25th at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. Three safes he's letting go uh, for quite the price. The Centurion 24 flag safe. That's textured white with a 40-minute fire rating. The Colonial 23 and the Colonial 50. They're both gloss white. They both have a 75-minute fire rating, electronic locks, installed door panels, and single outlets for power. Those three Liberty brand safes are on sale through the 25th at Maple Grove Lock & Safe. Of course, they're the best-built brand of safes on the planet, and they're made right here in the United States and offered locally at Maple Grove Lock & Safe. Got to stop in, say hi to Rich, meet him. He'll walk you through the whole process. He's open there Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 p.m., 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. Oh, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
1: I have a request for a name ruling. Uh, I know this is a little bit behind, but I am catching up on the podcast. I need a ruling on my son's name. His name is Xander, X-A-N-D-E-R. Before uh, ruling, I had his first name, Xander, with his middle initial as L. The name was to have had the initials XL as a nickname and extra large. Would this be a foghorn name? No. (laughs) Xander is a real name. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got your professional golfer, Xander Shoffley.
2: What about Xander with a Z?
1: Uh, there is no such thing that I'm aware of. Had they spelled it with a Z, it would have received the Duluth double. I know a card. young
2: man who was Xander with a Z. Well, that's wrong. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'll and, let him know. And only because they come to us all <laughs> the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans, On this day in 1900. September 13th. The Chicago Electric Vehicle, Vehicle Company test drove its first car in Faribault.
2: Oh. Fairball is always in the news. I wonder if the, if he does it that is. on purpose, because oh, oh, you've you've mentioned that a couple I of times. Know. Well, no, it's made this day in history. He didn't make
1: it up.
4: This
2: Nobody happened
1: in up. this day.
2: But this I is bet from. He the... did make it up. On this
1: day in 1930, Duluth Municipal Airport was dedicated, and a crowd of 15,000 attended the ceremony and air show. And finally, on this day in 1955. Commercial taconite, uh, commercial production of taconite at the Reserve Mining Company's plant in Silver Bay began. Taconite had been developed in 1919 in Babbitt, but large-scale production was not begun until Edward W. Davis had perfected a method to process it and the richer parts of the iron ranges had been mined out. Thank you, GLers. Yes,
2: thank you very much. GLers, do us a favor. And please subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel if you wouldn't mind. There, we are posting daily content for your amusement. And you can follow us on all of our social media channels, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter, by the way, too, online at garagelogic.com. And we will have an announcement, as Joe mentioned at the beginning of the show, for the upcoming Garage Logic Town Council. We'll catch you tomorrow. It is time once again to check in with Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what we call him around these parts, and it's time for you to do the same and pick up that phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again, and boy, Josh, what a difference a day makes today, huh?
6: Big difference. Yesterday, Chris, market was up big after a um, fairly eventful weekend as investors digested a lot of news. First, of course, price of oil continues to be under $90 a barrel, gasoline prices continue to be much lower today than they were back in June. And the Ukrainians were making progress against the Russians in their war, which gave more positive views on commodity prices coming down in Europe, not to mention, we'll say the sad passing of Queen Elizabeth just after she had installed her 15th prime minister during her reign. And that prime minister said that she would be very aggressive in reversing energy policies and push for more drilling in and around England to utilize their own natural resources. Very positive news. Additionally, favorite Apple got a nice boost as sales and orders for the new iPhone, particularly coming out of China, were much higher than expected. And a report coming from the South China Morning Post said the iPhone 14 could be a huge hit. Very positive. That put Apple back to $163 a share where it was just a few short weeks ago. Today, consumer price index number came in up 0.1% versus down 0.1%. The core inflation number was up 0.6%, which is more than analysts had been expecting. The futures market went from a big positive to a big negative, a swing of about a 1000 Dow point as fear and I do have to say fear overwhelmed, I'm not going to say reality, but overwhelmed reality. If anybody does not know that inflation numbers are high right now, they're living in a different neighborhood. But yes, inflation numbers are high right now. Inflation numbers are coming down. The price of gasoline is coming down. The price of oil is coming down. The price of copper is coming down. The price of lumber is coming down. The price of aluminum is coming down. What is up? What's boot the market more than anything else? In this report, rent, housing, or mortgage rates are up significantly. And rent or mortgages right now take up one-third of an individual's monthly income, typically. I saw a report this morning that's the median home price. So we have the mean, the median, and the mode. But the median home price right now is $440,000. Before interest rates started moving up, the average mortgage rate or monthly mortgage rate for that house was 1700 and $80 a month. Today, with interest rates up and mortgage rates at 5.9%, that average mortgage cost is not 1780, but it's 2240. Well, that's a significant move up. And if I put that through, not only mortgage rate, well, that that's part of the inflation adjustment. As interest rates move up, mortgage rates are going to move up, mortgage and mortgage costs move up, and rent costs move up. Indeed, you even had you've seen rent costs skyrocket. Even even with cities pushing through rent control, as owners of property up their rent in anticipation of rent control, something as one of my friends says, "Geez, that's barely talked about the cost of of rent." What can the Fed do about that? Well, if you raise interest rates high enough, that'll reduce home buying. That'll essentially bring down prices. To me, a adverse reaction, or a, I'll even put this: this is a stupid reaction to. Some something that should have been known. If anybody had thought the Fed was not going to be raising rates 75 basis points in their next meeting after they have given every indication that that's what they were going to do, stupidity abounds. Now, tomorrow we we get the uh, producer price index. You'll probably see a few things still up on that, and that could engender another market pullback. Me, I look at these market pullbacks, which essentially have, have brought us back to where we were last Thursday. And last Thursday, I was a buyer of Apple, Amazon, my casino stock, among others, even semiconductors, despite some recent rules that have been passed relating to licensing for dealing with the, with the Chinese. I'm still looking at some natural gas stocks. I'm still avoiding bank stock. I'm still avoiding companies that I wouldn't invest in in any case right now, including some of the media stocks as streaming has become so competitive, it's going to be difficult for companies to make money. If I look and say, here's Apple that is buying back shares that is, has a new product that is already well-received. And I did say Apple is buying back shares. So you're going to sell all the shares that you might have bought yesterday at 163 you're going to sell them today at a at 158 and take your loss for what reason, who's, your, who's the buyer? Well, Apple's a buyer. Josh Arnold is a buyer of those shares. Let's take another company, Amazon. Amazon has a, has a share buyback, and their Amazon Web Services is continuing to take market share. Oh, wonderful. They've got cash, probably not going to be spending as much. I want to own that company. Let's take another company. Here's Oracle. Oracle which reported earnings last night. They beat on the top line, in line, beat on the bottom line, in line on the top line. Oracle said we're instituting a share buyback. Well, Oracle shares go down even with a good report. Hey, Larry Ellison, one of the richer uh, people in the uh, in the world, he's happy to buy the shares that you are selling. Hey, be smart, be smart. Can the market go- keep going down? Yes, it it can. But at some point, plenty of bargains abound. Companies, and if you're investing in companies that are selling a product or service that people want, and they're still able to generate profits off that, hey, you're going to make money not only in the short term, but in the, in the longer term.
2: Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GL. now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, a number that will give you straight talk, and it's never going to give you sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
1: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.